That should really be a song. I will listen to that song. Imagine like crying to that song. <laughs> You're all confused and turned on at the same time. Like, I don't know how to feel. <laughs> mm. What the hell are you doing? It tastes good. It tastes like you said, like Christmas. <laughs> That's mm. around the corner. She defrosting. Oh Mariah Carey <laughs> defrosting right now. Oh my god, no! Don't talk about Christmas. No Christmas yet. The Christmas Why? is around the corner, guys. No, I don't like Christmas. Christmas. Doesn't like winter. No, the winter is rough now. Seasonal depression be kicking in hard. Hell yeah, same. I need sun. Mm-hmm. Even though like you're never out and shit. <laughs> Literally, I'm inside all fucking day. But it just sucks because you you're going in early as hell, and then you're coming out and it's fucking dark. Dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have like less activities to do too. You're just stuck inside. Mm-hmm. And about it. Nope. Hi guys, welcome back to So Far So Gay. Today, I wanted to start off with like a really powerful quote and just to see like where the conversation starts from there. So the so the quote is, life happens when you stop waiting for the perfect time. That's very true, I would say. Because like we've been dating how many years now? Nine. Nine years. And we're always like, oh, like let's move in together or like, you know, but we're still waiting for like the, the right time. But me personally... I don't think there's ever going to be a time if we don't if we're not like come on let's do it you know and i have to be the one to do that but right now i don't have enough money for that but i'm saving up and then the marriage is another one too but i already got my idea i know when i'm gonna do it so you just be patient (laughs) i was like bianca what's your response to natalie's comments i think yeah like for me it was like a lot of waiting i'm like living in the future thinking like okay this is gonna happen in the future but like why not do it now like who says now is not the perfect time who says you're even gonna wake up yeah like the next day my mind says like doing it now and that's when you live in the now that's when it's like you're actually living life there's no perfect time for anything and then yeah like i'm just gonna i'm waiting to see like what happens like going with the kind of the flow of it is what i kind of take about take off this quote i completely agree with what you what you guys both said i think that life is so short like we're not guaranteed to be here tomorrow like life is just i don't know i feel like life just happens the way it has to and who knows maybe you won't be here like a year from now so like why is now not the perfect time Mm -hmm. to do something and sometimes i feel like um fear is what stops us from actually doing something because like once you decide to do it you kind of find a way to make it like happen work and happen yeah so (laughs) i really um think that i completely agree i think that like now is the perfect time shit like what's something you you guys want to do that's like you're like not yet if there is something i keep <laughs> i keep telling liz i want to be part of like a traveler's club a traveler's club yeah that's a thing that's a thing what me too yeah. let's go together <laughs> i like genuinely want to be part of like a traveler's club yeah. i know that like some traveler's clubs don't like allow kids and stuff i'm like oh that's like okay yeah. you know because like we don't have kids but yeah. it's expensive yeah but it's like really nice so i mean i'd say it's worth it you know you yeah. get to fucking explore and then you like you kind of guarantee yourself like some really good trips yeah. like um liz has a co-worker who is going to antarctica oh shit because she's part of the travelers club and like it's like all inclusive and everything yeah. it's really nice so i'm like shit like i would love to visit like antarctica yeah. or i don't know because sometimes i feel like people are so indecisive about where they want to go yeah, and yeah. the planning kind of just 
yeah sucks the fun out of everything like yeah. imagine if somebody plans everything for you you just pay and then you're having this amazing experience so yeah i would do that that's like I'd a goal of mine but that won't happen for a while because that's expensive how much but like i don't know but i'm pretty yeah. sure it's like up there and then i think it's i mean there's i feel like there's two types two types of people where they like going solo traveling but then also with yeah. a group they feel more comfortable with the group. I would personally feel better yeah. with the big group. And and then I was thinking about like traveling and then you do like take pictures. Like you can take pictures of wherever you travel. And yeah. Then, like, sell become them. a travel yeah. 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 I've I want to become that. a travel foodie. That would be awesome. <laughs> That's a fucking dream right there. <laughs> I've been wanting to actually to like just take pictures of my food and shit or me like eating it. Or like rating restaurants yeah but i'm like people are gonna judge me because i'm gonna be eating well, that as hell that's the fear yeah right there that's exactly. what i that's why i thought about that when miriam said that it's always and so then fear. there's this thing that in your brain like we can, our brains cannot hold fear and faith at the same time oh, so yeah, if didn't. we feel we can only feel like one so sometimes our fear kind of takes over a lot more like that feeling of fear takes over a lot more than faith but i think you should do it I you should a lot of food like critics i don't know at least in chicago they kind of let us down we've gone to oh a my lot god of, literally we've gone we, to a lot of restaurants and yeah they're like oh it's so good and then we it's try just the it. hype yeah. yeah so i'll be the real one i'll be like hype versus truth reality yeah <laughs> you're gonna be like i'm gonna try it so you don't have yeah. to <laughs> I think for me, I I don't know. I've been reading a lot lately about like um like childhood trauma, and I think I'm like oh like you know I'll I'll fix myself later. I'll fix myself later. But I think that it's really gotten to a point where like I need to do this now. It's like I see a lot of things like on TikTok, 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 <laughs> TikTok, and like I save them, and like yeah. I'm just like oh I'll come back to it. Oh I'll come back to it. But um. I do this thing now where like I write things down that are like really important that I want to like start implementing. Like I started doing like a bed night routine and like I feel like well rested and stuff like that. So I, I, I feel like um, I keep saying this, like I'm in an era of like wanting to do things for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Your self-care what, era. Yeah. <laughs> What's your, your bedtime routine? So um they say that you should be mimicking like the light outside so as things start getting like darker your house the lights should be getting darker which is a little bit hard because miriam over here (laughs) likes likes to turn on all the fucking fucking lights (laughs) to do one damn thing dude yes but it's okay like i'm literally like right behind her just like turning the lights off no it's because like sometimes i can't see like she'll be cutting with one little tiny light like she'll be cooking food and i'm like what the fuck i turn them all out i'm like how can you see like what you're doing i'd be like squinting maybe because i'm blind but i need more light i'm so sorry i didn't know that's why you did it but i'll pay attention now see i didn't know that no but it's like only at night so like at night is when like i um like i start mimicking like the light the lighting outside um i try to avoid anything like with blue light like two hours before i go to bed so like i go to bed and sometimes i put my phone to the side and i start doing like my crossword puzzle or like i turn on my himalayan pink salt lamp and like that's like my light in the room until like i go to bed Mm. so like sometimes when like miriam's like in the living room playing like her video games like that's a lot of blue light so like i and like it's a lot of noise and like a lot of movement so like it's too stimulating so like i had to just go 
to like my room and just start like winding down basically mm-hmm. try to take like magnesium just i just try to mimic the stuff outside and then yeah. like just like chill like try not to think about life at like fucking 10 p.m 11 yeah. p.m it's too much when you were growing up did you have a lot of like like loud like a loud environment a lot of lights like growing up um when i was younger my mom was loud my mom is loud like um yeah my mom is loud you think i don't think she you know what yeah she was like loud at night because like it's she had this thing where like she couldn't go to bed without her whole house being clean so it's like she'd be up like cleaning and like making noise and sliming cabinets yeah so now you get like your peace and quiet yeah i told miriam like when we moved out like this has been the only like space aside from like my regular like my first childhood home and then we moved into another apartment and then like here like this has been the only place where like i'm able to control like the volume and like kind of like situations um so like it's been very like refreshing to be able to be in a space where like if things are too loud i can just go to like another room and like they're not loud yeah and i mean miriam and i aren't like loud you know like she's usually like playing video games that's she's a different chill. story when she's playing <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> you know what yeah sometimes she's playing and she's like fuck <laughs> shit fuck you bitch and I'm like, what i thought this was supposed to be relaxing you're over here like cursing i'm muted though i don't tell that to people i, I know mean. she's muted but it's but- like it's I like say. unmute unmute say it with your chest <laughs> i feel bad but fuck you <laughs> me dude you should it feel it's like it feels good and then it's funny because you get the people that talk shit back to you and you're like what bitch what the fuck you say to me say it again. <laughs> it's a and good then, way to de-stress yeah to be honest i don't know and then she's like she's like shut the fuck up it's just a game and then like two minutes later she's like fuck, fuck. <laughs> i'm like i thought it was just a game yeah so that's been really nice like you know just like decompressing i feel like i live in my head a lot so i try not to like do that before bedtime it's been really nice like i've been going to bed like every day like at like nine. Oh, okay nice. so i've been feeling like well rested and stuff oh lady <gasps> oh lady <laughs> yeah. sleep is important because i know fuck dude. You up. but then i'm like on the game i'm <laughs> like man this is so fucking fun why am i gonna go to sleep so early <laughs> but i should like really go to sleep early because i'm so fucking tired in the morning <laughs> yeah i think also too like um like learning the importance of sleep and like what happens when you're sleeping so like i'm trying to really honor the practice of sleeping yeah but i get you like there's uh like i could stay up all night like if i wanted to but then in the morning you just feel like crap yeah i was i was telling bianca because it it was two days that i stayed up like really late i was playing i was playing sea of thieves and um apex legends and one day i fell asleep at four and then I woke up the m- next morning. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I woke up like at 8, 8. So it was like, what, four hours? Four hours. Of sleep. And like, I was tired, but I was like, okay, it's fine. Like, I'll go to work. I'm, I'll be fine. And then like 4 o'clock, I took a little nap by the sink. I put my arms over it and I laid my head down and I fell asleep. And there was actually a lady who walked in and she's like, oh, we're sleeping here now. I guess I won't order. Maybe I won't order. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, hi. <laughs> but she ended up ordering i was like bitch you didn't need to say that because you still ordered like it's fucking slow you want us to be at your knees when you come in yeah after that day i was like fuck maybe i should go to sleep early but then i stayed up until 2 a.m playing nightmares <laughs> but i told bianca like it's something that i love to do like like you said it's a distressor and i don't regret like staying up late because it's something that i like to do i was telling bianca too like when we talk and we stay up late like until 2 a.m like 
we're talking it's something that you know that you enjoy doing and who cares if you're tired the next day because it's not something that you regret when you wake up and you're tired because you're doing something that you enjoy doing mm-hmm. because it's different different staying up for like those type of reasons versus like being on your phone or like working yeah. late like, yeah oh there, there was uh something you asked me earlier at my house that was something that keeps you up at night. Oh, yeah. Like, when you're going to bed. I, I said I'm, like, fucking mindless when I'm going to bed because I don't think about anything. <laughs> but, like, the most recent thing thing I think about uh, that I thought about was, like, what I'm doing with my life. You know, like, I'm just working my working my ass off. Just like my dad. And then I started thinking about my dad. And I'm like, damn, he works, like, seven days, 365 days. Like, how has he not, like, left us or something? Because... <laughs> How can you spend your whole life working? Like, you're not happy. But he says he is, so, yeah. So, like, um, you're saying what keeps you up is your dad working so much and yeah. his health and yeah, like, his well-being. Um, yeah, we're trying to figure out, like, what we can do. And that's just what I think about. Like, what can we do so we can keep making money and he doesn't have to be there all the time. But, yeah, it's just hard to find people. I just know that I don't want to become him, so that's what I think about it. And I am like, what can I do now so I don't have to become how he is? Mm-hmm. yeah i i think that is like of course you always strive to like be do better than like your parents yeah. um and i definitely think that it's great that you're thinking that way because you're standing up for like what you want to do with your life too um i think i have like a similar worry when it comes to like my parents because yeah. they're immigrants they don't have papers and stuff like that so i think about it like how 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 will that look for them when it's time for them to retire but yeah. then i'm like you know what like my parents have like always figured that shit out yeah. so even it's if it's like really tough and i'm like damn like how are they gonna do it like i'm like life finds a way like you know it's not always gonna be like a shitty like situation yeah i think with your dad too like even um if things seem like they're really bad for him right now i'm sure that in the future i don't know who knows maybe you'll have like a really big business went with your painting and you'll yeah. be able to take care of your dad you know things yeah, like yeah. that like um so i think about stuff like that when i get worried because it helps me like feel better like it's yeah. not a permanent situation and you don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow so don't let that always keep you up at night at least that's what i told myself yeah. <laughs> what about you liz well it keeps me up at night yeah i don't know i have a sometimes for me like i have a really big fear of like dying and leaving you alone me oh so cute yeah (laughs) why i don't know i just feel like you i feel like you would close yourself off to the world isn't that scary to think about like yeah like or i could lose bianca or she could lose me and then what like everything's just gonna change i know when i lose my parents i'm gonna like go crazy (laughs) yeah girlfriend why are you making me cry because you're asking me what keeps me up and i (laughs) i just feel like you would close yourself off and like not talk to anybody and like i don't know that's what keeps you up at night this one thing about me is i'm gonna talk (laughs) but no yeah i love you i don't i don't like to think about that stuff i don't like to think about that talk about it (laughs) well you asked me no this is what i think not what you think no that's true that's true but personally me that's not something that i like to think about like i know that's gonna happen like it could be like anybody right you or me it could be vice versa but it's like not something I actively think about. I actually think that like um, I feel like I've experienced a lot of physical pain living here on Earth. That like when I die, like I'm gonna feel good. So like I'm not scared personally about dying. I think I'm gonna enjoy 
being in heaven <laughs> and not feeling shit going into like fuck yeah huh you're going into the like fuck yeah let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i think it's like um i don't know i guess people have different like ideas of what they're gonna feel or what it is gonna be like once you're not here anymore and i think that like in, in my opinion i think it's gonna be a really beautiful painless thing but I think that, like, the people that are left here on Earth, like, they just, like, I don't know. I feel like we have um, such a negative um, mindset when it comes to death that, like, you know, when someone dies, like, you just keep keep thinking about them over and over again. And, like, you obsess about it. And, like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think it's also the fact that, like, we're we're not sure about what happens after we pass that like we just keep wondering like where are they where are they where are they but like maybe they're okay and and we're the ones that are like suffering <laughs> wow that's hey. <laughs> god damn it i i think like stuff like what people think about what happens after death i think if you have like a strong foundation then when you when you lose someone like it's less hard you know, like, let's say, my, like, when my parents pass away, I know it's going to fucking suck. But I know, like, that they'll be in a better place. Like, how I read from the books, like, they're still here. They're still watching over you. Like, they're still with you. You just, they're not physically there anymore. But, yeah, a lot of people have a, a lot of different ways of grieving. I know my um my dad's family still, like, misses their parents a lot. They're yep. always thinking about them. And then, like, a certain song comes on and everybody starts crying. Like, they still miss them a lot. Yeah. I don't think my family um, experiences death very well. Like, whenever there's funerals, like, they're crying like whales. And it's, like, a part of me is, like, if, because my family is Catholic. And it's, like, doesn't the Catholic religion tell you that, like, now you're with God? Then why are you guys, like, sounding like this, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Like, it, it really confused me as a kid. Um, I was, like, f- maybe, like, three, four years old when I went to, like, my first funeral. It was, like, graphic. It's, yeah. like, everybody was, like, crying and, like, passing out. And it was, like, what the hell? Like, yeah, why can't we, like, honor their life? I know it's hard. Yeah. Maybe this is coming from, like, a space of, like, okay, this is hard. Yeah. But it's, like, also, too, like, I don't think that they've noticed that, like, they are introducing death to the rest of the family as, like, this, like, huge, like, scary thing. Now that, like, I'm reading and I understand, like, what's that one book by the Jackson lady? The The Light Between Us. Yeah, that one. Like, now that, like... You know, I know like what that book means and like what they're talking about. Like, yeah, I have a better idea. Like for me, but it's like the way that like things are depicted here on Earth. It's like we make it sound like such a horrible thing. I don't know. That that's the only thing that gets stuck in my head. That like, I guess like my first experience of death, which was my grandma, my mom's mom. I was like three or four years old and like the funeral was in Mexico and in Mexico things are so different like they do funerals different like it's in their house mm-hmm. yeah um and it was just really like a graphic thing to experience when you're that little yeah that like and, and that's why like for me like growing up it's like 
okay we're catholic they're telling us that like there's something after this they're telling us that like now we're with god if we know that that they're now with god why are we crying like whales and like yeah passing out yeah i don't get it it confused me yeah crying like whales i've never heard anybody no i'm serious like if yeah i know you what you ever mean, come to like one of my family's funerals like mm. they're crying so like it sounds like a movie mm-hmm. yeah it's the grief it's yeah. part of the grief process though if you think about it that's like people expressing their like pain but like externalizing that pain there's people that deal with pain differently that's the yeah. thing like some people are good at dealing with pain and internalizing it and maybe crying and like uh like i see what you mean like of course i'm sure a part of them knows that you know their loved one is going to a better place but in the moment it's like fuck i'm not gonna see them for a long time yeah we forget and then we forget like oh fuck you know what if they don't it's part it goes back to like the not knowing like what if you know they didn't go to a good place and then it's part of not having like good a good foundation of like what you truly believe in so i feel like i kind of sympathize with people like that because it's the only way that they can express how they feel in that moment there's actually something kind of beautiful about it too that's why we see how beautiful it is when you go when i go (laughs) yeah no no i told i (laughs) we were talking about this the other day i told my mom because my mom was like oh we have like spaces in mexico that we have so that like plots when people plots, get yeah like we have space for six people like i i straight up was like mom like because liz made a joke she's like <laughs> let me find out like they bury you like in mexico i'm like hell no like i straight up like looked at my mom was like mom yeah. don't ever i'm like i don't want to be buried please burn me my mom's like I you tampoco and i was like man, why do you have <laughs> land i'm like why do you have plants like in mexico she's like or like somebody dies like yeah. in your family and they don't have a place yeah. like we can offer them a place because you can you can bury like up to three people per plot every seven years or she explained it like that like the math was adding i was yeah. like fuck no y'all my bones are <laughs> yeah. gonna be there oh with everybody God. else yeah no my grandpa's buried um and i was like could never be me i'm sorry grandpa but could never be me like is it in your cemetery is just cement or is there grass there's like cement like it's like um the things that go on the the walls you know the it's not the ones that go on the ground it's the ones that are like the wall yeah Yeah. big ass walls too like Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, I was like, hell no. I told my mom, me tiran al mar, que me traigan los peces or something, but yeah. I'm not, there's no way I'm going to be in a box. A like, wall of dead people. There's like exactly a lot of crazy ways to get buried. Not, not buried, but like, you know, like when you, you, your body is no use anymore. There's like water, like you turn your bones or something into water. And then uh, the burning, obviously, but then there's bad burning and then there's good burning. And I, then, I've never heard of that. There's there's a TikTok lady. I'll I'll oh, okay, cool. say it. yeah. There's a TikTok lady, and then there's like one where you just put it, put the body in a blanket, and then you just put it out into your yard or something. What yeah. the heck? And then like yeah, like they put something so it could decompose and it'll be healthy for. What? It's crazy. Yeah, there's a TikTok. Let me see. You guys keep talking. I'm and like you turn into a tree. Is it that one? I there's one. There's into, one that you can turn into a tree. Yeah, I, I, don't, that one. I don't think. But I heard that one's one, not like because it would rot. Yeah, like, that's why. Yeah, or something. Yeah, TikTok lady, the modern mortician. Like all her videos are like very interesting, and she even has like the affordable caskets and all that. 
<laughs> and then somebody's like five hundred dollars for cardboard or something like that. Probably not five hundred dollars, but yeah, it was funny. <laughs> I got what the the starter of the episode was like life, how like you know, living oh my God, life, yeah, and I then didn't just even... like at the end, just started talking about death. I think just something for the listeners to take away is like not being afraid, like you said, Liz, about you know dying. Not be afraid of anything. Like if you have a crush, like go for it. If if you're looking to buy a house, go, go for, for it. it. You're looking to get married, go for it. You want to quit your fucking job, go for it. (laughs) Yeah, like, I mean, a lot of people... abandon your parents, go for it. (laughs) If you want to be a streamer, go for it. If you want to be a stripper, (laughs) go for it. (laughs) I think, like, a lot of... I've heard a lot of people, too, like, they they hold back on doing things because they don't have the money. Or they're scared of the outcome. Yeah, but, like, just going just going for it and that's when you're actually going to be living life and you'll see that overcoming that fear you're actually going to be living no you know why we started talking about death <laughs> because you were like what keeps you up at night oh yeah oh yeah and then <laughs> but it's just like it's like hot out just kind of flowing yeah. into yeah. that yeah but i mean like there's no life without death mm-hmm. you can't talk about life yeah without, mm-hmm. without talking about, about death. death so i used to do a JROTC and the current the main person colonel wargo he'd be like there are two guarantees in life taxes and death <laughs> like, damn oh, that's, that's, that's true dude but that that's the worst time true, of my life man. i fucking hated that shit <laughs> i love that shit i didn't yeah, do it so the thing for me that triggered me was like how um i did tell you guys before right like we'd have the workout like the hard-ass workout oh, physical training yeah. and then like you're just supposed to go to a fucking still go to school like i'm all fucking sweaty dude like i'm not <laughs> uh, this is not Stop. comfortable <laughs> I, there was no showers like you know what i mean we had like what 10 minutes to go back to i was like man fuck that shit and i had to wear a uniform still <laughs> and there was, was no like, ac no. in the school <laughs> yeah i was like no i'm that's it some parts had ac um which classes rarely i don't remember literally like high school I think, is yeah i think i just had two that ac yeah i would love going into the classes because it was like all fresh yeah but that was the end of this episode right unless somebody has any last comments thoughts or let us know what you think about you know if you feel that you're living life or what's gonna help you start living life yeah we're we're trying to uh be more interactive so if you guys can participate in our polls and let us know your stories we want to hear about them like we're very interested to see other people's tea and mm-hmm. yeah just make sure to follow us it'll be on instagram at so far so gay podcast and obviously today it was liz miriam me and B- uh, natalie and bianca <laughs> for today only <laughs> We'll catch you guys on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.